Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, mourners, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance makes an important decision. Ra makes a huge sacrifice. Pinto is privy to a conversation, as Zoltana makes a promise to Ra. With Adet taking her own path to being a goddess, Zoltana agrees for her soulmate. Now that they have lost Adet, Balance finally answers a proposal that has been put before him. And in answering, Pinto learns a little more about his brother's character. How will Queen Rowena react to the denial? When will Adet become a goddess? And what effect will losing his resistance have upon our already very sick Dragonborn? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. this morning out with working out where everyone is we know that Pintor is in his room we know that Raal is curled up in the bottom of the RC where is Zoltana and where is Balance Zoltana is still sitting up a vigil uh, by Odette's body okay no sleep no she she slept she definitely slept but she also wait is Naverna gone is my am I done with the exhaustion you are no longer exhausted so that was why i was checking oh, whether you or not i gotta fucking tell balance that she's gone yep wait i don't <laughs> i didn't see her get taken so i'm just no, kind of you just become aware of this as you go to sleep and realize that you can't hear any screaming like your grief was way too much while you're conscious when you come to in the morning that somewhat familiar sound is gone um you don't i'm gonna say like mechanically your exhaustion is gone but you're probably still pretty wrung out okay. um Balance, where be you at? Uh, Kythea's room, wherever that is, I assume. Yeah, Kythea's been staying down here in the barracks. Um, 
you also note that uh, as if you go over to, to stay with her in her little kind of like little cordoned off like bed area, um, next to her there is uh, like in the little area that they've cordoned off, there's also a sleeping uh, Talus and a sleeping Caden. Yeah. And just bounce. I'll just stay with her though. Okay. Perfect. Um, um, in the morning, he needs to talk to Caden though. Sure. Um, when you kind of like wake up, um, Some meditation or whatever the fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you kind of like yeah, you're not sleeping, sleeping that you. He's laying got, next to Kythea, um, but like he's not like sleeping. It- <laughs> he's enjoying the moment. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, like, you would notice that people are beginning to bustle around fairly early in the morning, but they tend to, get, they, they're giving uh, the people who were in the room a little bit of a uh, bit of space. Um, lots of languages here you just clearly don't recognise. Um, they're just, and broken pieces of, of uh, Discord are common. They're just, they're trying. Uh, they've set up uh, like a, a little, a little cook fire. Um, sorry, a rather large cook fire to feed this freaking army. Um, there's there's food being cooked um, and it's all been taken out into the main hall where the, the fountain and the pews are. Um, yeah, your Zoltana um, balance, you guys would smell the smell of cooking and food. Um, Pintor, uh, you, Renala and Thakit, along with Elise and Tuck are all invited to go down um, to join them now that you know that they're under the freaking witches society <laughs> you've now been co-opted into this conspiracy <laughs> and and sent down with with the rest to to join in so y'all can meet up for breakfast apart from rel who is somewhat stuck indisposed currently yeah. indisposed yes um all right um balance at some point i guess as they're walking towards getting breakfast uh we'll just tell kythea to go ahead and find Caden and as soon as he reaches Caden, just give him a big hug. Uh, he gives you a, a, a feeble old man hug back, uh, best of the strength that he has. I need to talk with you for a moment. Uh, thing you should notice, Caden um, has like a really deep gash on the left-hand side of his face. Okay. Um, and his his shoulders like seem to be acting up. That might be old age though, but he seems to be favouring the other more than anything. Um it's healed over and it's just beginning to scar um he gives you a nod and like pushes uh Taylor's on to to go play with the other children um yeah yeah Taylor's would be running off with uh a rather familiar asthma that you uh, spoke to before rondi and the little halfling boy that you guys rescued zach um way back when like 30 40 episodes ago <gasps> they're here Oh, yeah. balance smiles at that. God, my memory is fucking um, terrible. I don't remember that at all. They were uh, uh, they were being captured and were going to be sold as slaves oh, by the bandits that we beat oh, the fuck out of. The to- yeah, that Rosita one. and Sack. I do remember the, that. the mother and child. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, the, yeah, the little the little halfling boy. He doesn't seem to be saying anything, but the other two seem to be responding well to him. They all seem to be about the same age, and they just go tearing off uh, into like the the kind of uh, like eating area, but. And uh, Kythea keeping an eye on them all. But yeah, Caden Caden is uh, slowly walking with you. Did you do what I had asked? It, yes. They're the, the necklaces there. They're, they're safe. Good. Um, where? There's, the, the, the old bank got just destroyed 
when apparent, apparently ver- versions of me were just destroyed this place um they're they're, they're hidden in, in one of the, the the vaults down there good to know well we'll have to probably retrieve it at some point we'll see though all right I'm glad to see that uh you're mostly all right it 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 was t- touch and go but but we're we're fine a little bit of a shot in the dark but here I'm gonna try it and balance is gonna like really quick give like a slight like a, a gentle slap across Caden's face and uh he's gonna try using his restore vigor on him he's like he's still learning figuring out the new shit that he's learned and he wants to see if something happens to Caden when he does it um you look old slap <laughs> over it slap i'll click it just so you can see it it probably isn't gonna do anything but he wants to try um so that's the as an action touch creature and remove any reduction in one of its ability scores remove one effect reducing its hp maximum or reduce the exhaustion by one uh no nothing happens he just looks a little what what was that for sorry um a little bit of an experiment and balance like waves his uh, hand in front of him and they're like little traces of like purple magic res- uh, or purple psionic energy residual effects. How 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 about before slapping next next time you just, just tell me? Well, I wanted to make sure that I actually gave a fair effort and you weren't expecting it and suddenly being like, oh, I feel something and then it's not like I don't want a placebo effect. I wanted to make sure it was the real deal. Maybe a, a a pat pat on the back, rather than a slap slap to the, the face. That's fair. Good morning, and it walks off to breakfast. Hayden's left just like a little dumbfounded. It's like you just slapped him. He doesn't really know how to respond to that. <laughs> I love Hayden. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful human being. He's more useless um, than Benno, but like also more lovable. Yeah, I love, I love Caden. Um, all right, uh, all of you can have met up at breakfast. Uh, so uh, balance Pintor, um, Sultana. Um, Benno is still not around. Um, Elise and Tuck are nearby. Kythea, Renala, Fake It are clearly all here. Um, they're all. They're all close by. Um, so yeah, any conversations you want to have before we have to do the thing? Zoltana is just being really quiet. All right. Okay. Um, amongst some of the uh, folks from Kino, there is a cleric of Ilmata. Um during the night uh, they come and speak to Zoltana about the things that need to be done um, the particulars of the ritual um, they agree to bury her as was your request um, things are a little weird on the surface of Falsam as they tell you um, but the graveyard was mostly unaffected Um they explain to you that whatever happened last time a god died, the graveyard isn't quite the same, but it hasn't been destroyed. No, um, I don't. They say they'll make the best efforts. Uh, no, I want to bury it down here. 
when she where it can't be disturbed. Because you're right, the ups up there. Can't we consecrate the ground some of the ground down here? Uh, there might be a way. The room. Ilmata's room. The religious room here. Yes. We could probably lay her to rest here. Yes. I think she'd like that. I don't... I just don't think that up there, it, it feels like it wasn't home. And not that this was home ever, but it feels like... Safe. <sighs> of course. I will try my best. Okay. When um, I need to go find my brother-in-law. We we can do this whenever, midday or evening. Okay. Um, evening. I will try to learn more common for you. What, what else uh, do you speak? I... I should probably explain. Uh, the creature here is a tabaxi. Um, oh, it's a tabaxi? Yes. I... I can speak under common. Have met many drow. Oh. Uh... Um... I definitely don't speak under common. Uh, they smile at you. They say, It is okay. I will try best. Many people here speak common better. They, I will get them to help. Some people know spells that could help me. Thank you. Uh, they give you like a little little head bump, um, and they make their way to uh, the religion room. Um, okay. It doesn't take you long to find Benno. Um, Benno is basically sitting out in most of the rooms of Falsum. Um He's overlooking where the, the prison is, where everything is partially broken down. One more is completely gone um, of the prison. Uh, you can tell that people are living here. Um, Falsum itself, broken down ruins, I think as I described before. Um, it's not a pleasant place to be, but building work is happening. Reconstruction is beginning. But Benno is basically mostly walking the streets, um, but it's fairly easy to find him. Um, he's not carrying his bow, um, not carrying no weapons, just walking. Uh, he nods at you when he sees you. Hey. Hey. You being a little foolish not having a weapon out here? He nods. Is that on purpose? Probably. Listen. Don't... Don't do stupid shit, Benno. Don't... Don't act like me the first time, you know? He nods. And I just... I needed some time. Look... <laughs> I get it. If you want to leave after tonight, I understand, and I won't blame you. You know? 
I think I... I think I need to return to the temple for a little while. Get my bearings. That was our home growing up. Yeah, I wish... I wish you could bring her, but... We're, we're gonna bury her in Ilmeda's room. Down... Down there. He nods. Um, Probably the closest. I think so. That's a good idea. When? Do you have any idea when? Tonight. He nods. He says, I need to get some sleep. I've been wandering out here all night. I'll be in the barracks. And okay. He, uh, he goes to walk past you and give your shoulder a bit of a squeeze and then just turns around and just hugs you um, and then heads back inside. Okay. Um, folks, is there anything you guys want to do before we roll into this? Oh, yeah. Sadness? Fine. Uh, roll. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think at some point... Zoltano would be like, okay, Rawl hasn't shown his face anywhere today, and he needs to be there. I need him there. As you basically head back towards uh, the Witcher Society, uh, you get a sneaking suspicion that there's something in the cart. <laughs> you would probably get that idea that maybe he's in there. You've not seen him anywhere else. Uh, like, all the little curtains are closed and all this good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I also want to talk to Tuck and Elise because I know that they're at the Witcher Society. Uh, yeah, they're you. You see where they were. You know that they're up and about downstairs in the uh, in the temple. So, oh, okay, yeah, they're, they're there about. Um, but yeah, you open the door to the RC, and Raoul is laying unconscious on the floor. His eyes kind of flickering open a little bit. There is a huge pool of acid in front of him that seems to have like burnt him incredibly there's a lot of blood around his face uh you can see the woods um from where he's kind of like woken up um where the drool is being dripping down is beginning to like dissolve a little bit um he looks a bit of a wreck is he is he alive like i know what can yes <laughs> it's obvious that he's breathing you can like really ragged breathing um yeah uh so zoltana's gonna do a heal on him. She's gonna lay on hands for twenty. Okay. I can't imagine I'm gonna need it at all today. <laughs> now that I said that, you're gonna throw something at me. But <laughs> I, I don't think I could be that cruel. My heart can't take this. Um, cruelness will ensure I can't help it. Um, the attack on a on a burial that'd be fucking badass. No, it wouldn't. It would suck. Would suck, major balls. Um, I think it'd be so cool. <sighs> no, uh, we'll we'll find out, Iguatfo. Um, uh, Ral, you feel your chest opening up a little bit. You feel the uh, the burning all over your body just begin to lessen down a little bit, and you can take a real deep breath. Um, your eyes are able to like flicker open properly now. Um, you feel better. Rawl uh, takes a deep breath and like rolls over onto his back and like looks up at you so his head is kind of like flat against the ground 
and uh, he's breathing, panting, catching his breath, and just kind of like all he can do is just kind of let out a couple chuckles and laugh as he tries to catch his breath. Why are you laughing? You you were fucking unconscious, the acid. Don't be an asshole. What the fuck? You saved me. I'm not dead. Of course I did. You, you're like my best friend. What the fuck, Rawl? Are you okay? I thought I was not, and now you're here, and, and I'm glad that I... I'll always be here for you. <laughs> he kind of scoots over, still kind of weak. It scoots over and, like, gets you in, like, a one-armed hug. You're a beautiful idiot, you know that? <laughs> mm. Thanks, I guess. It's a compliment. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was rough. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen again. I'll bet it will. I mean, you, <laughs> considering what you gave up and what you have inside you, I can't imagine. Raw kind of shakes his head immediately. No, that's that's not it. That's not it. It plays in, sure, but uh, what's going on, Ral? I could I could show you later. Okay. Well, I don't know. We don't have that mind link thing anymore. I don't know if Balance is gonna be able to do that. He won't be able to share his visions. He gets. But you can tell her, and we can flashback that as you tell her. That's fine. Sure, I'll, I'll talk to everyone later about it. Um, okay. I just have to keep calm, so... Um, yeah, just help keep calm, and, and I should be okay. I feel like you're you're asking the wrong, the wrong person to help you keep calm, but I'll try. <laughs> He just nods at you nervously. <laughs> she's just like grabs you into like a one-armed hug. Like she puts her her arm around you and like like tight like grabs you in and it's like it'll be okay. Let's go. We gotta bury my wife. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Um you guys make your way inside. Um down to where everybody else is. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably about midday-ish um, by the time you've gotten up a little bit, walked around a little bit spoken to so few people um, uh, I'm going to roll on to the thing I feel so bad for Bucky <laughs> oh no I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to drag his ass back into the picture I mean I've just been kind of staying out of all of your way because I just kind of gave a bunch of bad news and then dipped, so... <laughs> I'm like... Like, oh yeah, boom, motherfuckers, Mac drop, walk away. <laughs> not a good time to be here. <laughs> this is the worst time. The I'm thing saying. is, I don't think there's going to be a better time, so you might as well... <laughs> <laughs> Shit's only going to get worse I do want to say, at some point, Pintor just tries to find Fake It and kind of just asks... Um. Oh, wait, uh, thank you. you. You got um, any of that dwarven whiskey left from home? Yeah, I've got a got a fair bit. Cool. 
cool. Uh, give me some. He like raised raised his eyebrow. Like, do, not, do you remember last time about this? Not for me. Not present. Not for me. I think there's someone else who needs it more than we do right now. Uh, he nods. With compliments, and um, he hands it over. Cool. I'll have that on me. Fair, fair, fair. Cool. This this is going to be great. Fine elf and wine and dwarvish whiskey. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> balance. Uh, balance. At some at some point during the day, was actually going to seek out uh Pintor and take it. Uh, let's say for variety, where the hell we are, you find them up in in the rooms. In the Witches Society? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rinaldo and um, Bowles, like, over the top. Um, like, Pinto, you're well aware that she's taking the piss now. <laughs> and she leaves, um, as does uh, Thakit, who like, gives you a equal level head nod, as you would expect, from one prince to another, and leaves. Oh, uh, um, Thakit, if you could actually uh, stay here for a moment. Me? What? And uh, he he steps back in, and Ronaldo looks hopefully, but think it just like shakes his head and shuts the door. <laughs> She's really not supposed to be here. <laughs> What's the problem? Well, I had been giving some thought to the uh, message that the two of you had delivered to me, and I figured the response would be best delivered to both of you so that perhaps you can understand where I'm coming from and convey that to Queen Rowena. You're not going to do it, are you? No. Cool. Fake it nods. Balance raises an eyebrow. She'd understand. I've seen you in the... Uh, he, like, looks around as this the young lady desperately trying to avoid using the word tiefling seeing the way you two look at each other I understand she would too I ask that when you convey that you rescind certain details mm-hmm. but of course um, there is more to it than just that it, from a political standpoint it would be of benefit to me to do so but Tell her that I will find my way back on my own merit, on my own deeds. I will hold counsel with her again one day, as we used to. But it will be from me earning it my own way. Take a straight charisma roll for me. Sure. No persuasion, nothing, just straight charisma. 16. He stands up, um, straightens his uh, symbol of Gond here, fixes his attire to be a little bit more princely, even though he's wearing like basic traveling clothes. Um, he, he clunks his way forward because his armor is not quiet and he's not a quiet person. And he stands before you and he says, well... I Prince Stake It of Dark Hammer, insert all the relevant titles. We accept what you're saying, and you will always have a place in our council. 
Mother wishes nothing other than just to have a good alliances. She doesn't want this war. And uh, she puts her hand, he puts her hand out and says, no hard feelings. She was just trying to find an easy route. No hard feelings. And Bounce returns a uh, handshake. Besides, also you've got that lovely young lady down there. Mother wouldn't want to come between that. And she, he looks sideways at uh, Pintor. Uh, like, Pintor is like so, currently like sitting at the desk with his chair leaned back and his feet up on the desk and he's like playing with a knife. <laughs> like a certain other person she didn't want to interrupt. Uh, Alice is looking at Pintor like... <laughs> like incredulous, like... <laughs> Perhaps there are a few things that are... You and I are very different apples from, despite being from the same tree. Yeah, I'd say so. But, uh, from what I've seen, there's a lot of important things that are pretty similar between the two of us. Is that so? Yeah. I think so. Uh, thank it, like, let's go over your hand, gives you a hearty slap on the back, which is, like, super powerful. Oh, <laughs> um, okay, alright. Well, you're both elves, and you both don't sleep, so I think that's a real good start. Um, and he, he like gives you both a bit of a broad grin he's like I'll start drafting the thing to mother I'll uh, leave you two to it and he, he leaves the room uh, as he does like Renala is just like standing there clearly <laughs> she was listing in and he's like no 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 you have got to leave I don't want to leave he's to get, get out um, and they, they go off clunking down the corridor you found yourself some interesting travelling companions I'll say that yeah yeah, they're pretty good. They keep me straight, at least. Um. So, 45 years. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, you know. Um. <laughs> insert backstory. <laughs> um, insert relevant backstory here. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've read I've just been, uh, Avoiding as much political bullshit as I possibly can. Um, it's not really for me. And uh, once I found out about you, I kind of hoped that you were the older brother I thought you were. And I'm happy to discover that I was right and that dad was wrong. So that's one point for me. Any chance to give a point to someone other than father sounds good to me. That's fair. He's still a I'm dick. He hasn't changed, as you could assume. Unless he's dead. I don't I don't know if he's dead. I'm a little sour about him, I'm going to be honest. Fair. Alright, I'm I'm gonna cut the bullshit here and just yeah. cut straight to the point of this. Great. Where do you stand in this? If I march into Belagvood and have an army at my back and say, I have slain all of the enemies that stood before us, I've saved the world, conquered any of the challenges that stood before me. This darkness that is going to descend upon the world has been defeated. Or even before then, if I just walk in and say I'm the rightful heir, where do you stand? Truthfully. Behind you. You're the rightful heir. Insight. Aura sight. Sure. I'm going to assume you had aura sight, you know what you're walking into. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, it's an 11. A little difficult to read. No, it's not. I, I assume he's telling you the truth. Pintor's not a liar. He's a real bad liar. 
which helps because that's a real bad insight roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, he appears to be telling you the truth. I mean, as far as I know, you've been the rightful heir this whole time, uh, up until I found out you were alive. Um, I never wanted to be king. I, I, father wanted to force me into being coming king, and it's just not a place for me. I'm not really that royal. As someone who has at least been in the circle within the last forever, what do you think would be the smart thing to do here? Well, we have a couple options. We could kick down the doors with an army and take it for ourselves, like you said. Um, I don't know how successful that would be, but that's an option. Uh, Another option is if we do save Dad and he goes through with his plan, uh, I become king, and then I go, hey, guess what? My brother's alive. He's king now. That's an option. Uh, Option C, we say fuck it. Fuck it? Fuck it. Just don't do anything. (laughs) It's a bad option. I didn't say it was a good option. It's just an option, though. <laughs> just food for thought. You know, you're the thinking one. <laughs> All right. Bal- you can see Balance has like a like that just happened face. <laughs> I'm on a real roller coaster of emotions right now. Grab some pina coladas, <laughs> lounge chairs. Go to the Winchester, wait for us to all blow over. Go to camp, make some s'mores, campfire. Well, all things considered, you've had 50 years to think. What do you think? (laughs) I spent a good portion of that 50 years trying to get my everything under control and figuring out how to do it. I hadn't given much thought to any of this. I didn't think that there was ever a chance I would get out and let alone everything that has transpired since then. Well, do you want to be king? Yes. Why? Because I think I can make a difference. I think so too. Because someone needs to. Well, if you do become king, I'll have you back. I appreciate it. No problem. You'd probably do better than Dad anyway. He's got his strong suits. I don't think King is very becoming of him. <laughs> he has his, his moments, however. I think I got more of my sense of justice from Mother, though. I could see that. Just a little bit. Well, obviously, you, you guys have a lot that you're kind of dealing with at the moment. So, I mean, I know I just kind of delivered a lot of bad news all at once and it wasn't really great. Um, <laughs> it's all right. You, uh, you're not to blame. And I appreciate you at least trying to help us in uh, the whole dreamscape. Of course. I'm not going to let someone, if I can fight, I'm going to fight. I'm going to help people when I can. There's that familiar bond. Balance goes over and holds out a hand. Like goes around the desk so he's in front of you and holds a hand out. Uh, Pintor will stand up, throw the dagger on the table, and shake your hand. 
<laughs> Balance pulls Nina a hug. Oh. Oh. Fintora at first doesn't know what to do and then realizes that he's wanted a brother his basically his whole life and realizes now that he has a good brother, he's going to give him a hug and return it. Oh. Oh. All right, V, you can fade to black now. Okay. Uh, Cut to the scene when he turns and then throws Pintor off the balcony. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, We're going to roll forward. You guys find yourself in the same room that Raoul finds himself in when he's in this room. It's white everywhere. The pews are simple red. Uh, simple reds. There is, however, a really rather disturbing torture rack um, serving as the altar. But upon this rack, there are garlands of flowers, um, white and red-stemmed flowers. Um, looks really pretty amongst all the green. Nobody knows where they came from, and some people ex- uh, uh, suspect it's probably an illusion, but they've done the best that they can. They've cleaned her up and laid her out. They bound her wrists with red cord, as is the accordance uh, traditions for an to funeral. Her eyes are closed and she has little rocks over them with painted eyes. The tabaxi that you were talking to before steps forward and they say, We're here for a death under heart. Our sister who suffered for other people in the real ways of Ilmater. From what I understand, she couldn't bear to see anyone suffer. She was a healer at her very core. Our thoughts go out to her brother, her twin Benno, to her wife Sultana, and to her brother and sister in arms, Tuck and Elise. She was very powerful as a cleric and had a lot of faith in the people around her and in our God. We will commit her body here in this safe space should anyone wish to find her. I just have a single prayer to read. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there, I do not sleep, I am a thousand winds that blow, I am the diamond glints on the snow, I am the sun on ripened grain, I am the gentle autumn rain, when you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight, I am the soft stars that shine at night. So do not stand at my grave and cry, because I am not there, did not really die. As they finish this short poem, they raise their hands up high, and their holy symbol of Ilmater turns to red ribbons, travels down their body and ties their wrists together. They take Adet's hands in their own, and these ribbons pass around her own. And in a soft, soft yellowish, goldish light, Adet's body just fades away and disappears. 
and you can see on the wall that there is a small plaque that has formed from this gold light and it has a death's name on it. I think there's a point we're just going to fade that scene out, I think. Thank you. Because I'm not going to attack anyone at a funeral. That's <laughs> um, real shitty. I have something I want to do, but I'll sure. if anybody else. I mean, Zoltana's definitely going to go up and say a few words, but I feel like I don't really have anything I know that I want to say, so I'm just going to leave that up to the listener's imagination of all the magical, amazing things she said about her time with Odette. Yeah. I just want to find Zoltana for a second after it's done, and I can find her off on her own at a point. Yeah, I th- I think it's safe to assume that uh, Tears regulars would have all stood up and said things. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to fade that out. And then, you know, there's there's not a lot of people up and about now. Most people have gone back to the barracks or whatever, but you guys basically have the run of the rest of the place. So go forth, Pintor. I just kind of stand over uh, Zoltana for a second and then I reach in my back pocket and pull out a flask and I say I didn't know her but I wish I did and I think that you need this more than I do right now and I hand the flask over to Zoltana (laughs) she takes a big swig and she's like thanks Uh, I appreciate it not a problem. And I leave her be. She's probably going to pass it around with the rest of Cheers regulars. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Um, Benno, who is not a huge drinker, takes a few sips, at least takes a sip and passes it on. Uh, balance, you wanted to do a thing? Yeah. Um, after the ceremony, Balance gets up and kind of just quietly slips out of the room. Mm-hmm. Balance is going to make his way to the armor stand. Yep. And uh, close the door behind him. Uh, assuming he, I'm assuming he's in here by himself. Mm, there are... Um, there's a total and a... Uh, my God, a drow. There we go. I was trying to look for what the, the equivalent was. Um, yeah, there's a total and a drow standing guard. Um, just to make sure that no one goes in because of the mirror. Um, But, you know, I guess after a a small explanation of who the fuck you are, uh, they let you through. Okay. (laughs) Um, So he gets past them, explaining, you know, hi, I'm kind of, you know, really important to this whole thing. Uh, (laughs) Goes in, closes the door behind him. Um, First question, is the hammer in the room? No. Okay. Shield is still on the stand. Yes. Fantastic. Mirror is still covered. Mirror is still covered. Uh, Balance is going to walk up to the armor stand and just kind of trace his fingers along the shield. Mm -hmm. And out loud, but in a quiet voice, he just says, have you decided what you want to do about the rapier? I think... That the quicker we get the things on the stands, the better. You've just lost one of your own. 
This could happen to any one of you. I'm very concerned that the dwarf went off with one. I'm hoping he is as reliable as your friend Ralph thinks he is. I kind of assumed that would be your answer, and I understand. I can't help but feel like I am responsible in some way for my loss. And I dread to share that thought with the rest of them. I don't think they understand quite the burden I feel that I bear. They are my friends, but they look to me for advice, for aid, for leadership. And in that regard, I think I have failed. You blame yourself for Odette's death. I think there always could have been more that could have been done. We went in without a proper strategy. I didn't know what to plan, but we could have done research. We could have done something. There had to have been something. Someone who could have... Balance pauses and steeples his fingers together. I'm forgetting who I am, who I was, and I don't know who I could be. And I want to see something. Uh, Balance walks over to the mirror and rips the curtain off and sees if something happens. Absolutely nothing happens. He just stares at his reflection. I don't know what I was expecting. That perhaps your vision has changed. Balance, I have lived vicariously many, many lives. And I can tell you, no one knows anything. Everyone changes from who they were to who they are to who they're going to be. You may have started off as someone who, like me, just fighting for a loved one. To who I am now, a reluctant teacher. People change. People don't know. And especially with the god of foresight dead. People can't really tell the future. We can only try and do the best that we can. And I'm afraid you are going to fail on occasion. You should learn from them. Grieve them. But don't lose yourself in self-doubt. You are going to make a fine leader one day. Thank you. I owe you a conversation. But I feel that right now is probably not the best time. When you're ready. When there's time. Absolutely. For now, I need to go 
speak with my friends. She did. Balance walks out to go find his buddies. Because he feels there's something important that he wants to talk to them about. Oh. Okay. Pencil, where are you in all of this craziness? Um. Uh, wait, I have to ask something about balance. Do you put the curtain back up on the mirror? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> he rolls it out into the hallway and throws oh, it into the room with a bunch of people in it. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I I have oh, I have no. mirrors seen set off almost every person in the game. So. We do. We we start another podcast of just mirror scenes. Hey, random NPC <laughs> number two thousand five hundred thirty-three, get in here, Soldier B. <laughs> uh, I feel like Pintor probably would have left uh, Zoltana and all of them to grieve and do what they have to. So he would have left with uh, Renala and fake it, and probably went back to the main hall. That's cool. Good to know. All right. Uh, okay, Rabbits. Uh, I, I guess the ball is in your court. You wanted to go talk to your people? I need to find Zoltana and Ra. You do. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you can probably find them in Ilmater's room. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Balance walks in and just kind of gestures to the two of them. Do you mind if I speak with you for a moment? Sure. What's up? There are two things I wanted to say. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. What? How? I have been trying to be the best leader that I can to have an answer for everything, to have a solution to every problem, to plan things out before they can occur, and I can't help but feel guilty that this all could have been avoided if I had just been better. Balance. I love you like a brother. Do not make my wife's death about you. It has nothing to do with you. This, it happened. It fucking sucks. But at the end of the day, I went to get her back and she chose not to come back. Chose. I could have brought her back. And there's nothing. If she doesn't want to come back, there's nothing. We killed the same man. You you helped free me from him. You know, it This isn't a nothing has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Okay? You're not a bad leader. You you're fucking great. It You know how hard it is for me to trust someone enough to ask them for advice when I'm in the throes of like one of the angriest bouts of anger I've ever had. Balance marks. Rock gets up and walks over and gives you a hug. Balance, I have a confession to make. I have not been following your advice because I thought you were our leader. I was following your advice because I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to opt to take that as a compliment. I might have missed. No, I feel like we don't really need a leader. <laughs> like you're the you're the tactical one. Uh, I'm the one with the brawn, and Raul is the one with all the hot, and you know, this this the sweetest person. So like we have all the bases covered. We don't really like have I don't want to like Alita per se because like that just feels like if you say like I'm Alita, it feels less like we're a, a group of friends and more like you see us as your soldiers. You don't see us as your soldiers, right? You see us as your friends. Right. Exactly. So don't worry about being a good leader. Worry about being a good friend and you are. So a good leader is someone who is liked and then, you know, eh, I'm probably not the best one to talk about all this. I never listened to Amos' dad. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'll drink to that. And she takes another swig. <laughs> I appreciate it, both of you. The other thing I wanted to mention as well, just with everything that happened, it got my mind thinking. Are there... If the worst should happen, what are the... I'm trying to think how to say this without sounding really bad about it. Are there any cultural <laughs> steps I need to follow? I Balance like looks really awkward about it, but he's, he's like... I... Like burial rites, or I feel like that's something that might be important. Balance looks, balance kind of turns away, like bashful. Like I just thought it might be something kind of important to perhaps talk about. But I mean, balance, yeah. it's very sweet that you're asking. But do we have to talk about our eventual deaths tonight? Raul kind of looks over at the plaque on the wall and he's been like very calm and stuff like he's been like pretty like relaxed as he's watched all this like this is like not really anything new to him except for the fact that this ceremony was definitely new to him and he says uh, I've shown you what I always knew would happen to me oh this is nice but I don't need any of this. It's too painful for me to think about anyone else's death right now. I, I can't have this conversation right now, Balance. I understand. I can talk to you, Balance. If you want to. If you're alright with it. I actually was hoping that I could perhaps educate you as well on mine, should something happen. It's actually not as dark, in my per my personal opinion. Hmm. Though I don't think any burial or ceremony is really that dark in the first place. Unless you throw them in the pit. That is not a burial or a ceremony. That is barbaric and horrifying. 
and should not be done to anyone. Boys. Mm. Can we have Hi. this conversation tomorrow and tonight? We can just kind of like sit. Sigh. <laughs> Here. <laughs> we I Raw takes balance and leaves the room. Wait, no, don't leave. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I need my friends right now. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Well, Raw has to talk about death. <laughs> and you don't want to. It's a conversation to have tomorrow and basically sit down and drink with your yeah, friend. Yeah, that's what Zoltan, all Zoltan is asking for is that we like Raul. put the conversation about like, how would you like to be buried <laughs> off until she can at least like have a night to deal with the fact that her wife literally just died. Like, this is a really weird time to ask that question. <laughs> We might die at any point. I understand. So. I understand that. I'm, <laughs> no, I know it's that's out of character. Rawl has also told you, and you would balance and remember that the uh, dragonborn burn their dead, the honored dead. Okay. Yeah. Balance would remember that because Rawl has specifically said that a very, very, very long time ago. I think I remember that. Yeah. Before Rawl drags him out, Balance is going to say, "I understand. Let me give you something, then, and then Rawl and I will." talk up it, I guess. And Balance is going to reach into his bag and pull out what looks like an acorn, probably about the size of like half a thumb. Um, It's the bottom part of it is like a kind of light blue pale, like light bluish purple, but it's paler. And the top of it is um, like kind of like a sky blue, but also with that pale white to it. And he just puts that in Zoltana's hand and says, I'll explain that to you tomorrow. And goes out with Rawl. Via promises a point to this. I'm used to y'all making up shit. Go for it. <laughs> I think this is a very cute one. I think I think you're gonna like it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so balance goes out into the hallway with Rawl. Okay, we go into whatever is the most quiet corner. We go into the death room. No. Uh, <laughs> Let's not go into that room. Go check out the mirror room again. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean... I mean, there's no point. We're both fine. Yeah. We just find a quiet yes, place. You, you find a quiet place, yeah. yeah okay. Totally fine. Um, I told Zoltan that I would show her. Um but she doesn't want to uh, deal with that right now. Um, but I think that you should be ready. I think I should show you what happens. What happens to what? What happens... Like... Uh, like when Zoltana found me this morning. Was I made aware of what happened? Oh, uh, most definitely I did not say anything. <laughs> okay. I've been very distracted. The is no. I'm no one has did something happen? Did I did you pass out again? Kind of. Balance raises an eyebrow. It's something I've known would happen for a long time. And I, 
you need to see it to understand what what's going to happen and why I am making the choices I am making. All right. Lay it on me then, and Balance will reach out to Rawl's mind and... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Spend the side points, but yes, it happens. Um, I need to figure out what a third of 57 is. Hold on. <laughs> Some number. 19. <laughs> um, Rawl takes you on a bit of a bit of a journey. He doesn't show you one memory, he shows you a series of shorter memories. It starts off as a child. It's pretty young. You find yourself through Raoul's eyes inside a hospital wing. There are many beds set up, uh, blankets all around. There are many dragonborn of many colours all around. You see that there is a slightly kind of like a, a younger version of the white dragonborn that you remember Rao showing you in the pit nearby. But the one that Rao is particularly trying to show you today is an older dragonborn who is opposite him, who is a black dragonborn, the same affliction as himself. You see him vomiting and drawing blood the same way that Rao has been doing fairly recently. You hear the dragonborns around because you're in Rao's mind understanding what they're saying just by the fact they're speaking draconic. Announcing that this is the second stage and there's just one more to go. They don't expect him to last particularly long. He flashes forward a little bit more. The nosebleeds on this one are getting worse. You can see that he is coughing up a lot more acid as Rao did fairly recently. It's thick, mucusy and filled with blood. And then one night, everything is quiet. There are hardly any other dragonborn around. And you hear coughing and spluttering in the night. And Raoul takes steps over to this bed to see what is happening. You can see that the dragonborn, the slightly older one, is looking very sickly now. You can see that there is blood forming underneath the scales and oozing through, some of them being pushed out and falling off completely, but everything is raw and red, his entire body. They tell you the next morning that this is the third stage. It's an attack, in his case an acid attack, and they have to watch him nightly now, because it won't be long. Over the next series of weeks, you see this dragon ball getting worse and worse, Waking up in the morning, Raoul's never sure whether he's going to be alive or not. But he seems to keep struggling through. The acid attacks are becoming more frequent. At night, you hear sizzling of flesh, the dissolving of bone, the ragged breathing. And one night, you hear this dragon ball cry out in pain. And Raoul very carefully tiptoes a little closer to see what's happening. You see the acid is oozing and forming and just pouring from his nose like a geyser sprouting out from his mouth. And then you hear it. A final crack, a final fizzle. And his chest caves in as the acid has eaten through the bones. It's not long before the dragonborn stops moving. And then you're back in the now. 
uh, balance is probably a little bit green in the face. And with all the shaking, of course. Balance is going to grab her on a hook. I can, I can keep that from happening if if I just stay calm. I need help though. I'll do my best. Just tell me what to do. He squeezes you. Actually, I have an idea. V, if you'll allow it. Persuade me. Uh, Balance wants to try to use what ability he's obtained over fire just to make his hands feel warmer, similar to that kind of warm touch that Ama would have had. I'm going to say yeah. And yeah. he's going to kind of just like take that hand and just place it on the side of Rawl's face. And then kind of make a face like he's like unsure if this is going to work or not and just looking at Rawl as if this to see if this is helping. I mean, he seems pretty calm. I'm trying my best to <laughs> mimic the feeling. I don't know if this is working or not. You have to give me some feedback here, Rol. <laughs> Otherwise, this is just really awkward for me. Rol laughs a bit. <laughs> it's nice. The idea more than anything. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure how you were going to react to me being able to wield fire in some manner. And... Oh, I don't know what you can do. All that stuff is crazy to me. <laughs> I don't even know what I can do sometimes, to be honest. It's a lot of guessing games and calculated risks. Yeah. Just so far, they've been in my favor. Yeah. I just... Uh, now, now more than ever, I need to be calm. I just need to make it long enough to get Ama, and that's all I want to do. We'll figure something out. I've... With any luck, Talvin will be here soon. Maybe he will know someone who can help. Uh, Raw takes your hand that is warm and uh, puts it on his chest. And uh, his chest is damp with a bit of blood. The eye that I have helped Bulgrim get her back have her take that. You want her to have it? Why? She can do what Kythea does. She can have a job. I... We tried to work before, before fighting. We were poor and homeless for like a year. We tried jobs, but... For me, the jobs I got never worked. They were too stressful. We can't get jobs, but with this, she could. She could live without me fighting. She could live a whole nother life. She'll need it. It's because people will know who she is. They'll know that the golden dragon born has died. She wouldn't have to leave Falsam. She didn't want to leave before it was her home. She won't have to now. No one will know. Understood. I gave you my promise before and I give it to you again. I'll help you as best as I can. He gives you a good hug. 
Okay, good thoughts now. Happy thoughts. Right. Start, Happy, start, yes. Starting now. Right. Uh, puppies and kittens and... Um, yes, I like those. They, they walk out in balances like minor illusioning, just like a bunch of cute shit. <laughs> that is unbelievably adorable. Um, all right, I'm going to say we're going to wrap through to tomorrow, kind of. Guys, wherever it is you end up settling, I assume Raoul is now going to need to stay in the barracks so someone can keep an eye on him. Yeah. Well, I'm going to insist he sleeps like on the bed next to mine. Yeah. I assume at some point someone would very tactfully let Zoltana know what has happened. Um, Either some point during the night or early in the morning. Either way, like Zoltana can get caught up. Um, I'm going to roll around to the morning. So now Ralph has this bizarre new stage three of his issue. Um, he's going to currently need to roll a d20. If he rolls a natural one, he is going to suffer an acid attack, which drops his hit points to zero and he'll start suffering death saving throws. So now your long rest is done. I want you to roll that before I move on to the next bit. There's no way it'll happen again. <laughs> Don't say that. You'll jinx yourself. He says... No, nope, I'm going to say that every time. There's no way it'll happen. <laughs> Everything will put, be okay, Put your guys. dice where your mouth is, dude. Everything will be okay, guys. Don't worry. Oh, it was a three. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, it wasn't yeah. a two. That funny if it, <laughs> it was a wasn't two. It was a one. It wasn't a one. So that mechanic uh, uh, also gives me... Um, there's a couple more bits to it. Um we should probably just shout out now while we're on the mechanical part. Uh, All right, let me. Th- yeah, the my... rest of that day, I believe he will have one level of exhaustion until he gets another successful long rest. Correct. Um, so if he if he fails, he gets down to zero, does death saves. If he survives that, because of you guys keeping on him, hopefully, um, he'll suffer a level of exhaustion until he sleeps again. Um, every time he fails, he drops down a dice size. So he'll be going from a 20 to a 12, to a 10, to an 8, to a 6, to a 4. And it would just stay on force <laughs> after that point. Um, so, yeah, have fun with that. Um, v- he, he did this to himself. Um, but it was me. <laughs> me. Um, okay, so you guys pass the evening in whatever manner you wish, with whomever you wish. Um being gentle and calm. Uh, Pinto, I assume you're staying in the Witcher Society? Yeah. I definitely okay. challenged uh, Fake It to a drinking contest and failed miserably after having three, <laughs> three shots of dwarven whiskey and completely passed out on the table. I like how you think you had three. <laughs> um, Renala also drinks you on the table because dwarf. Because dwarf. Um, dwarf. Um, it's with a somewhat pounding headache... Um, that you wake up to the sense of magic all around you. Um, As you kind of wake up and have a look around, uh, you just hear this slow, like, rumble of, like, of a woman talking that slowly gets louder and louder and faster and faster the closer she gets to your area. Um, And as you guys pop your head out, you recognise the form of a tall human woman with red hair. Um, shaved side covered in runes, tattoos and all that good stuff and there is a small squashling 
sorry, there is a small halfling named Squash standing next to her. Uh, Squash. Let's call him the Squashling. He's a Squashling now. Hello, everyone. They're all here. Apologies for struggling to get episodes out on time lately. Um, if episodes are not coming out as you expect them, maybe check the Twitter or the Discord for an update or send us an email. Um, but thank you for your patience. I would like to take a minute to just uh, seriously thank our Patreons for their support. Your support doesn't just help us make us feel like we have done something right, which it does, but it also really does help us keep uh, making the show better and better. So to all of our patrons, uh, patrons like Jacob Madden, thank you all so much for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. If you have not gone to our Patreon to check out some of our tiers, your support can get you into this pool of naming things that we have. Uh, it can get you early access uh, to the Kino campaigns, and it could even get you answers to some of the questions you might have. Uh, you can submit questions to our AMA if you would like. There's a bunch of different things that we are currently doing for patrons, uh, current projects that have been unlocked by patron that are in progress. And the more support we get, the more time we can put into making more things. And so you are really helping support and expand the show beyond what it already is. We always have a bunch of things that we would like to do, but we are already putting so much time into what we do already. And your support really helps us take the extra step into expanding this and taking the time to do more things that we would like to do. So thank you so much for letting us do these things with you. Uh, if you are able to consider supporting us, then uh, you can go to patreon.com slash tldpod where you can sign up and help support the show. Until next time, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, one more thing, the poem in the funeral scene was uh, a poem by Mary Elizabeth Fry called Do Not Stand At My Grave and Weep. Just have to throw out that wonderful work was made by Mary. Uh, so thank you uh, again for listening, and uh, we will see you all next time. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.